Hey everyone! Welcome to Sundowners, an audio diary of stories, struggles, and lessons learned while living on a sailboat in the Caribbean. My name is Megan. And I'm Travis, and we're thrilled to have you along for the sail. Hey, hey, hey! Hey! Welcome back! Their second week out here on the water, and boy, has it been a crazy one. It has been so exciting. We had a wild week. I'm also so glad that you guys are here for week two, (laughs) that the first one wasn't so horrible. No kidding. Um, So just to kind of talk about what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Career transition. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Um, Storms. Storms. Yep. We've had a lot of those. We launched. Yep, we saved a life. We saved a life. <laughs> we did save a life. Found something in our bed. Oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about this week. <laughs> All righty, let's get to it. Woo! Okay, <laughs> so we realized that last time we didn't really do a good job of explaining kind of where we're at and what's going on over here. So um, as far as location, we are on a little island called Karakou. Karakou. That's how the locals say it. We always say Karakou, and then we were on the morning net this morning, and they say Karakou. Karakou. They say it really quick, because there's an extra I. So, anyways, it's part of Grenada. Um, The island we're at is about 120 miles north of Venezuela, and about 50 miles south of St. Vincent. Yep. So, we're kind of tucked away on the southern part of the eastern Caribbean. Um, Anything else? No, that's about where we're at. Just about 40 miles north of, well, I guess 40 miles north of the south side of Grenada, so mm-hmm. just like 20 miles north of Grenada. So, yeah, yeah, cool little spot in the Caribbean. Yeah, I'm a little di- directionally challenged, so I wanted to make sure that I was explaining that correctly. <laughs> yes, so, that thanks is for correct. Helping out. Um, and then, yeah, last week we were kind of talking about our cushion covers, our bottom paint had dried up, things like that. So, just kind of an update on that. Our cushions Check are them out. In beautiful. Place. They look so good. They smell so good. They smell like a woman who's really good at baking is giving me a nice warm hug. Oh my goodness. And so I love them so much I brought more laundry back because I just always want to smell like I'm Three trips <laughs> to the laundromat, folks. Three trips. <laughs> Who is counting? Me. You don't need to count when okay. I just want to be snuggled up to a nice lady all the time, okay? <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not complaining. I mean, these are probably the best our cushions have ever smelt. Yes, yeah. I think that we just start the, the sailing season off on a nice, fresh, clean note. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a good way to, you know, position. And that's how she sold it to me. She's like, <laughs> we can hand wash everything after this, but just to start the season off, like, fresh and clean, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yep. I could get Smell used to good, this. Smell good, look good, feel good, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, the can of bottom paint that yes. we bought last week that was dried up we took it to the chandlery and they did exchange it for us so very grateful for that experience mm-hmm. unfortunately they had to order a new one from grenada so it had to come in on the dolly sea like the you know worker transport ferry yep so we had to go pick that up at like 7 p.m yeah because we wanted to start painting uh, early in the morning mm-hmm. and we weren't sure like painting at, like sunrise because we were launching that day yeah yeah so we needed it to finish the spots we missed and to have make sure that it was dry before we launched. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got that at like 7 p.m. and then started painting early in the morning, but very grateful for the Chandlery for exchanging that for us. Yeah, that was really nice. And we got it all painted in time to launch. So speaking of launching, yeah, we launched, we launched this week. We 
are yeah. floating in the water right now. So exciting. Well, uh, it wasn't exciting <laughs> when we launched because the boat didn't start. Yeah. And was... when we were hauling out, I asked the yard if they could do a freshwater rinse on the engine because I didn't want salt water sitting in there all season. Mm-hmm. And I thought that they said they could, but about halfway through the summer when we were hanging out in Utah, they emailed us and said that's not something that they do. So for the remaining two months in Utah, I was just super stressed that this engine was going to be completely rusted out and seized when we got back. And I crossed my fingers, shot a little prayer up to God, hit the key for the first time, and nothing. Literally nothing. Crickets. <laughs> I didn't, didn't even try to start. Just click, click. Like, yeah. I was so stressed. But one other thing that I thought it could have been was the alternator, because when we were leaving Georgetown, Bahamas, our raw water pump was going out. Mm-hmm. And it sprayed salt water all over our alternator for a seven-day passage. So grateful that this alternator didn't seize up last season, but it did seize up when it sat for four months. So I pulled the alternator belt off real quick. Megan hit the key. She fired up, smoked a little bit. Smoked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all the guys on the dog were like, uh, is everything okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's okay. She started. Um, and super glad that you thought to bring an, a spare alternator. That was that was huge that you knew exactly what it was and just swapped it out, took a little bit, but looked brand new, so fresh and so clean again, starting um, the season off. So fresh yeah, and so clean. Yeah, no kidding, but man, that old alternator was rusted. I mean, rusted, I salt cannot, crystals on it. Yeah. yeah, I could not believe it made it through last season. Agreed. But it did. Yep. Thankfully. So yeah, just a little bit of a scare when the <laughs> engine wouldn't start. Is the entire engine going out? Nope, just an alternator. All good. We did get to uh, get the boat off the dock, and then we went and anchored that night. Got to enjoy a sunset from the boat, which was really nice. Um, we swam a little bit, so it was nice to just have a little reward after all the hard boat projects we've been doing on the hard. Yeah, no kidding. Other than the fact that for the last three days straight, it has just been stormy. Mm-hmm. Oh I my cannot gosh, I believe how bad it's been. I mean, constant buckets of rain and yeah. just stor- like system after system after system, like no break. So it's still hot and humid here, so we try to open the boat up in between little systems, but five minutes later, it's raining again. Got to close all the hatches up. Yeah, and it's been so windy. So it's been a little bit scary for me, at least, because it's been a long time since we've anchored this boat. (laughs) So we're a little rusty in that skill, and also um, we only anchored in a little tiny sand patch, which is important because sand is really the only thing that your anchor can grab into really well. Um, and so outside of that sand patch is a little grassy. Is the rest of it's I guess seagrass. Yeah, seagrass. Yeah. So if we drug out of that sand patch, then we would be drifting into the boats behind us yeah. or out to sea. So I've been a little bit anxious this week about. So anxious, she made me go check the anchor <laughs> during the storm to make sure there that was we're a lull. Oh my goodness! To make sure that we were still in our little sand patch. And when I say little sand patch, like. Put your arms in a circle above your head. Now, that's about as big as our sand patch was. And, and that's, that's a, also as yeah. about as big as our anchor is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that luckily, was we're still there. Still there. I mean, that anchor is dug in deep. Yeah. Usually, I can wiggle the anchor when it's in the sand. I can't even move that thing. I hope our windlass can pull it out. We might have to motor over that anchor to get it out. Yeah. I mean, we'll it's been see. blowing in the 30s. We mm-hmm. even have some 40s. Yeah. One night, we had like 43 knots a yeah. couple times. So that's quite a bit of wind and, you know, just being not used to being on the boat and that kind of wind and the creaks and the sounds and all the things that happen. So 
Um, it's been a little bit nerve-wracking, to say the least, <laughs> but it's finally let up today. We were able to Thank goodness. Um, have dinner in the cockpit and watch the sunset again. We got the first one the first day we launched, and then we had three straight days of rain and wind, and now we're here. So, um, yeah. But we found a couple of things that have been wrong with the boat. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, really, the first thing that I want to talk about is the fact that we got our spray hood. Like, oh, that yeah. was exciting. During that whole storm, we didn't have a spray hood on. So, basically, a spray hood protects your cockpit from, you know, wind and rain. And we took ours in because Megan wanted the glass. It's not glass. It's plastic. but mm-hmm, That the, you can look through. Yeah. yeah, like the clear portions of the spray hood that you see through. She wanted those replaced. And since we were doing that, we wanted to get a window put in. Because mm-hmm. without a window, it gets super stuffy in our cockpit. So. We finally got that today. Yes. Got it installed. Looks Dropped great. One little piece of it in the ocean. <laughs> one little piece of hardware. Who did? Who did that? I did that. Thank M- you. My bad. <laughs> it happens sometimes. Uh, yeah. So that's been a huge improvement. Um, and then other things since we've been moved onto the boat for the last week or so. Um, found out our fridge doesn't work. Gosh. So we've been fridgeless this week. A lot of top ramen. And pancakes. And canned chicken. (laughs) And canned chicken has been consumed. And we've been low on power, too, so like we couldn't even cook a lot because we have an induction top. Luckily, we have propane as backup, but we rarely use it. Yeah, because of the storm. We haven't had a lot of solar power. The other night, we literally, on propane, made a quesadilla and a grilled cheese, and that was our dinner. (laughs) Yeah, and grilled cheeses do not cook the same on propane as they do on induction. Yes, Megan was or very, my toaster oven. very disappointed in that. But sorry, yeah. continue. You were oh, talking. yeah, yeah. Just the just the fridge and then our toilet broke oh, a little goodness. bit. So Travis had to take that apart. So Take it apart? I had to dive in under the boat and stick a piece of, I don't even know what this little piece of metal is, long yeah, bolt like a, up the through yeah, hole. Yeah. <laughs> Try to get the clog out of it. So some more projects for the next week, toilet and fridge. But Hopefully we'll get the fridge working tomorrow. We talked to a guy here in Kiriku that... Says he can do it. Says he has the stuff that we need. It's like a, some special UK specific Freon 134A, I guess. Don't yeah. know. He says he can do it tomorrow. So hopefully we can get that done. Yeah, that would be great. So that's kind of the boat, the weather, that stuff. But we've also had some other exciting things going on as far as exciting, exciting. Life she says stuff. Why don't you tell? Everybody about your career change. Oh, career change. So I got fired. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I didn't technically get fired, but I was working for a remote company and I I truly and honestly thought that working on the boat was going to be a perfectly fine option. We have Starlink. We have a generator. We have battery. We have solar. We have Mm -hmm. everything we need to work fully remote, but the company and I couldn't see eye to eye. I'm very bummed. I love the company, love the people, love the clients, loved every part of what I was doing, but we just couldn't see eye to eye on that. So I am now unemployed again. So <laughs> tell all your friends to listen to this podcast and <laughs> maybe we can make some money. How do you make money on a podcast? I don't know, I don't know either. <laughs> jokes, jokes. We're not desperate. <laughs> oh, man. So continuing on the exciting path. Mm. I know a lot mm-hmm. of things, exciting things have happened this week. So probably two night, three nights ago, we were mm-hmm. chilling in the cockpit, and then we heard a little bit of commotion off the starboard side of the boat. And, and this is late at night. This is at like 10 p.m. And it gets dark at like 6 here, so it's been dark yeah. for hours. I think we were checking the anchor probably. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just hear somebody say, hey, are you okay? And, you know, when you're on a sailboat, that you, you perk up to 
when somebody says that. And I couldn't, nobody had lights or anything. I could tell that they were in dinghies or a dinghy. Mm-hmm. And then the one dinghy just dinghied back over to their catamaran, and I thought everything was fine, and we mm-hmm. were kind of just sitting up on deck, and then I see them spotlight something in the water, but the boat in front of us is in the way. <laughs> what comes drifting around behind the boat? <laughs> a person a in a drunk dinghy. French lady in a dinghy yeah. <laughs> with no engine, just paddles, oars, and it's blowing wind. Like, it's yeah. windy, and... I can speak from experience that when you don't have an outboard on a dinghy mm-hmm. and it's windy and you're trying to row into it, it gets tiring. You get mm-hmm. you get gassed quick. Yeah. And she was a small girl. Yeah. So, yeah, I it would have taken a lot of strength to yeah. paddle that dinghy across the bay. And she's coming right for the bow of the boat. So I was stoked. I was like, hey, throw me your line. Hey. Throw me your line. Hey, throw me your line. Yeah. And she just was non responsive. Not not she was a, she was like there but like just was not listening to me she was just like oh i don't know how to use these paddles and i'm like grab the line Throw grab the me. boat yeah. do something and she's just drifting i mean she probably went from the front of the boat to the back of the boat and what seconds yeah seconds. she was ripping past us it was so fast and we had seen this girl we don't know this girl but kind of like when you're in a bay cruisers can kind of recognize who other cruisers are like you're always people walking around with a backpack on you know what I mean (laughs) like at the grocery store you can kind of tell so we've seen her like at the chandlery getting boat parts boat yard yeah we saw her at dinner one night and just kind of said hi and then when we were dinging back from the um same day so crazy yeah earlier that day we were dinging past from the laundromat and we passed the boat she was on we didn't know it was her boat but she was on the back of the boat doing laundry or something hanging off the swim step and we waved at her again so we waved at this girl probably three times but we don't know who she is and so anyways we're sitting there we're like trying to get her to grab the boat to throw us her line or something and she doesn't and so she ends up just drifting off past the boat and we are probably in the back like two or three rows of boats so if she goes a few a couple hundred more yards she's in the ocean yeah straight up open ocean like and we have heard plenty of stories of this same exact thing happening we yes. have heard stories of it, while we were in the bay people getting a little too intoxicated getting mm-hmm. in their dinghy never making it to their boat and never being seen again yeah they just blow off who knows where mm-hmm. and it was a pitch black dark oh yeah night. no I mean, stars cloudy no moon Yep. Gnarly. Dark ocean. Yeah, it was dark. Like, if she wouldn't have run into our boat, we wouldn't have been able to see her. It was that dark. And she would have been five feet from us. So, anyways, she drifts off past the boat. And I'm freaking out because this drunk lady is going to drift out to the ocean. And so, I yell at Travis to do (laughs) something. And sure enough, Travis does something. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, the first thing that... I thought was, I'll just jump in the dinghy and I'll go grab her. But outboard theft in the Caribbean is really high. So if you have your outboard on your little dinghy, it'll get stolen at night. And we had art. I mean, it was like 10 p.m. Like, yeah. we were put up for the night. We were getting ready to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And so we have, we take our outboard off, put it on the stern of our boat, and then we lock it on there, which is probably a four-minute process, a five-minute process. Yeah. And, like, how fast she was going in five minutes, dude, she would have been gone. Yeah, yeah. We, and we wouldn't have been able to find her probably. Yeah. So I did the next best thing. <laughs> Just dove off the back of the boat, started swimming towards her because I don't have any other options. Yeah. In the pitch black night, pitch black water, Travis just <laughs> dives into the ocean on a windy night. I'm like, okay, this is really scary. Oh my goodness. Terrifying. So I, I grabbed the line out of the, you know, bow of her dinghy, put it in my mouth, <laughs> start swimming back to my boat. And I'm like, 
it is challenging. Like I'm like struggling to get this girl and myself to you know swim into the wind, mm-hmm. trying to just get her back to the stern of our boat. And thankfully, the guys that interacted with her earlier heard the commotion as well, and they mm-hmm. had a dinghy in the water, mm-hmm. so they just dinghied over to us. Yeah, and grabbed you know grabbed the line. And they started asking us, hey, do you know who this is? Do you know where she go? Do you know where she belongs? And we're like, well, we've seen her on her boat today. You know, I'm not exactly sure where her boat is. Like but we know the make of the boat. Yeah, it's a Bavaria 37. Yeah. We can find it. So thankfully, <laughs> we all jump in their dinghy. We're towing her dinghy. We're just going all around the anchorage trying to find her boat. We have She's like, flashlights. it's back that way, like where we were. And we were like, no, because we dinghied past your boat. And we were a ways past you. So we like, we knew kind of where she was. And Megan was like, this is your boat. And the lady's like, this is not my boat. We were like at the boat. So yeah, there's four of us in the dinghy with two little flashlights. We're towing her. She's getting flooded with water. We're driving around the anchorage at like 10.30 p.m. on a pitch black night trying to find her boat. We basically get to her boat. I'm like, this looks like your boat. And she's like, no, no, it's not my boat. And then we keep dinging past it. And I'm like, yes, this is your boat. And then finally she looks up and she goes, Oh, this is my boat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So then anyways, then we saw the Coast Guard go to her boat. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I don't want to spill too much tea on here, but I guess she left her husband ashore. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they got in an argument or something. She left in the dinghy. And then I guess he called Coast Guard thinking like to go save her, which was really good. Um, but yeah, and then they just wanted to make sure everybody was okay, which luckily everyone was. But yeah, we met some new friends and only on sailboat life are you hanging out on a Tuesday night and then all of a sudden just saving, saving lives, saving lives with other random people that live on boats. (laughs) Yeah. Wild. And speaking of those other people, they were from Boise and Las Vegas. I know how random. So they're just neighbors. <laughs> yeah. And like very landlocked states that we're all from. And here we are out in the Caribbean. So. Oh, just out there doing big things. That was definitely some excitement for sure. And one more exciting thing happened this week. Oh my gosh. I'm going to let you take lead on this since you were the main character. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So we are dead asleep, as people do at night, and I hear Calla meow. It's about 5.30 in the morning. That's not super uncommon for her. She usually wants to go out um, on deck or is hungry about that time. So I just hear her faint in the distance, and her meow is not really what wakes me up. What wakes me up is an overwhelming smell of feces. Not mine. So strong. (laughs) It makes me shoot out of bed like, what is happening? Did Kala, does she not have access to her litter box? Did some random person sneak into our (laughs) boat and take a dump on the floor? Like, what is happening? Oh, my gosh. So I shoot out of bed. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I have to figure out where this is coming from. I stand, step down, and I feel a smush under my foot. And I look down, and there is smushed poop. On my foot. Oh, man. I'm like dry heaving. So disgusted to be woke up at 530 in the morning to that. I'm so mad. I yell at Travis. I'm like, there is poop on my foot. He's like, eh, eh. Roll Roll over. over. Goes to sleep. (laughs) I'm so mad. So I'm washing my foot off. I'm wiping the floor off. Whatever. I'm finally finishing up washing my hands. And I go to get back in bed because at this point it's still like 545 in the morning. I go to get back in bed. And right before I get in, I go, Oh my gosh. <laughs> and now Travis sits up out of bed and he's like, what? She doesn't even say anything. She just points. I just point to the bed. I thought she was pointing to me. 
Travis looks down right next to him. I can't believe we're telling people this. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, everyone. Right next to Travis in the bed is smudged brown stuff. Not chocolate. And it's not chocolate. For those of you who know me, that could be plausible. But this time, it was not. And Travis finally gets out of bed. He's like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> and he's freaking out. And then uh turns out, I think Calla went to the litter box in the morning and got some stuff stuck on her, which happens sometimes. She's a long-haired cat. Can't blame her. And I think she went from the litter box to my side of the bed, jumped on the bed, and then got that on the bed and then I had rolled over and put my (laughs) foot into it. So anyways, um, then we had more laundry for the lady at the laundromat. Yeah, we did because there's no bucket that's washing that out. I need some some agitation. Oh yeah, absolutely. A lot of agitation. I I need something more than my hands to clean a sheet that's been covered in feces. Oh my god. It was so bad. It was so bad. <sighs> well, sorry everyone that you had to come along on that journey. That's with us, that's but... reality out here. That's reality out here, folks. <laughs> the stuff you don't see on Instagram. Yeah, no kidding. Oh man. Well, yeah, it's been a really busy week. Um, we've got some more boat chores cut out for us this upcoming week. But until then, um, what is something that you learned this week? Something I learned this week. I'm gonna. I'm going to have to go with always be prepared. I feel like I'm always prepared to take care of myself, take care of you, take care of Kala, take care of the boat. But I feel like I need to be prepared for a drunk French girl drifting by the boat. Maybe I should have like a lifeline that I can throw out or a life jacket. I don't know. But I was in my skibbies in the cockpit (laughs) when I had to jump into the water and save this girl. Maybe you should have pants ready. Yeah, maybe just like a a quick pair of shorts ready to throw on in the cockpit. So I was in my skibbies, and then I had to get into these random people's dinghies in my skibbies. <laughs> and the one guy's like, hey, man, you look really good in your underwear. <laughs> I, I blushed a little bit, but it made me smile. But I was a little embarrassed. But we had to save this girl, so you know when duty calls. I right. just got to do what it takes. Right. Yep. Not all heroes wear capes. A lot of them wear underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Underpants Some, right here. <laughs> sometimes only underwear. Oh, no. So what about you? Um, Something I learned is that... I am the captain of the boat, actually. Oh, in are you? Windy and stormy weather because Travis decides it's a good idea to just sleep during these gnarly storms while we might be drifting off to sea or oh, into other people's boats. To be fair, when we were through that storm in Utila and I radioed over, radioed over to Will and asked what he was doing because I'd been up for three days straight and he said, sleeping. So I'm taking a page out of Will's book and just sleeping. Yeah, well, until you have two anchors down. And rocks on them. I don't think that's the same. But anyway. I mean, really taking advice from Will's. Questionable, Dangerous. to say the least. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you, Will. Um, but yeah, so uh, Travis will sleep during a storm, and then I'm awake because no one else is going to be alert and listening to the sounds of the boat or the wind or us crashing into other people or any of those things. That all falls on me. So She's that's the what captain. I learned. I'm the captain now. I'm not going to lie. Like, on the first night of this storm... We had been, you know, traveling a lot. We had a lot going on, but I was I was exhausted. I'll say that. I was exhausted. And the first night of the storm, I had like a 95 sleep score, slept for like eight and a half hours, and Megan's sleep score was like 27. Yeah, I was up <laughs> all night checking the anchor alarm, looking at other boats. It was so windy, but yeah. So oh, I had like one interruption in the middle of my night, and that's it. I was snoozed. <laughs> I was zonked, man. 
I know. And it's not a good thing for us, really, because they talk about fight or flight response, and I'm a flighter. So for me to be captain in the middle of a storm, recipe for disaster. I mean, I loved it. It's perfect, because I just <laughs> sleep, and if things get sideways, she just wakes me up. I feel bad for her. Uh, yeah. One of us has got to be rested for the emergency situation. i got to be rested. Sure. I need to have a clear mind. And one of us has not slept for three days, and then get on a <laughs> podcast and talk about poop in the bed. So you're oh, welcome. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wow, well, this one got long. We were going to try to keep these short, but, but this one got away from we us. We had too many stories. Yeah. Such a good week. Such a great week. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. So glad that you're here, and we will talk to y'all next week, I Next think. week. We'll see how exciting that week is. Yeah, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.